Did you know that breast pumps are covered by most insurance plans? Edge Park works with more than 1,500 insurance plans to help moms order a new breast pump that is covered by insurance. And they offer some of the leading brands on the market. Place your order anytime during your pregnancy. Then Edge Park handles the paperwork and sends it to you with free shipping. Visit www.edgepark.com slash Spotify to learn more. Warning, the following program is not for the weak-hearted. Those who are closed-minded... Or in general, you're scared to learn what's behind closed doors. Here at Sapphire's Airplay, I want you to pour the wine. Grab somebody that you want to hold on to, or better yet, get the vibration stimulated through your body. Get ready for one hell of an orgasm in five, four, three, two, one. What is up all you sexy motherfuckers out there in Radio Land? It's your girl, Sapphire, back with another orgasm, and it's a special one. Because I got my fiance, baby, my fiance, Mr. Benjamin LaRiviere in the building. Hello. Yes, the crowd is going wild. At first I had the crickets going and um, that was so bad on my part. So you had actual crickets running. Yeah, I did for like a slight second. Hurtful. I know. Shameful. Mm, Shameful. Shame on me. So, baby. We, um, as you know, our listeners know, as the earbuds know, we are fianced. We are on the road to getting married. However, you and I have been having a lot of discussions lately as a couple. And one of the things that was brought to my attention is sexuality. Now, I've always said this on Sapphire's Earplay, and I've always talked about it on social media. You know, your partner does not define your sexuality. And you guys may have seen this on a lot of sex positive um, blogs. You may have seen it on Twitter because I'm still not calling that motherfucking app X. But y'all seen it on Twitter. You've seen it on social media. You may have heard your favorite people like myself say it. But sexuality does not define your partner. And I say this because constantly, especially now, would you say, baby, like now more people have been asking us, not like how excited we are, like about getting, you know, engaged and all that. But they're like, what does that say about polyamory in your marriage? Am I right? Yeah. Where people keep inquiring as to whether or not we're going to remain polyamorous. Even people who don't know us, people who don't know me, coworkers who I have just started working with have found out that we were engaged. And immediately they're like, so are you guys going to keep like having sex with other people? And I'm like, Yes, that's not, that wasn't a frivolous dating thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, and also, you know, the more that Ben and I have explored in our relationship of now, almost going into the new into the new year, almost eight years, you know, yes, granted, five years, five years officially together. That depends on where we are counting from. That is true. Well, let's just say for the motherfuckers out there, like we we've been together for a long ass time. Okay, mm-hmm. y'all can go back to the from fuck buddies to fiancés episode and hold <laughs> us to our, our to our math because yes, our math is not math in all the time. Somewhere between five and eight years. Yeah, it's around that time. It's around that that age frame, that time frame. <laughs> so we also have kind of evolved in our own sexuality haven't we baby i would say so more so dare i say you i mean we've really never talked about 
your sexuality. I mean, everybody knows on here, like, about me. You know, one day I'm straight, one day I'm gay, one, th- one day I'm munching on carpet, and then I'm also just saying I'm 99.9% lesbian and 1% bisexual. I was going to say those are all just ways to avoid stating <laughs> that you're bisexual. Yes. Because, I don't know, like, would you say... I would say I'm more polysexual now. I think you're going to have to define polysexual before you just state that out loud. All right. Before I start throwing words, you know, this is where the part of Sapphire Zero play when I start, you know, defining some shit. So for those who are like, what the fuck is polysexual? First of all, for the record, polysexual does not have anything to do with polyamory. Okay. Yes. Word roots, Word prefixes. Roots. Yes. So yes, the the prefix poly meaning many, sexual. Okay, sexual meaning identity. So therefore, we put them together, and it's an identity that refers to someone who who forms physical, romantic, or emotional bonds with many genders. I myself, Sapphire, have experimented with a lot of genders, and I am attracted to a lot of genders. I've had partners who are non-binary. I've had partners who are trans. I've had, you know, partners who are straight as an arrow and partners who are not straight as an arrow. I just like people at this point in my life. But I do know that there is a fine line of masculinity and femininity where I am drawn to. And I am drawn more to the femininity of of folks. I think that's fair for both of us. Ooh. I hold on. I li- I genuinely took a detour real quick researching <laughs> something because of the root word for the root suffix of poly meaning multiple or many, so polyamory many loves, polysexual many sexualities, and I was genuinely curious if Polynesian meant like many something, many nation or something, but mm-hmm. I can't find it quickly enough to read it it's all good baby baby um yeah i mean i identify uh now so not so much when we first started dating as uh hetero flexible feels the more appropriate word because if i were to um pinpoint on a spectrum uh ranging on a gradient from straight to gay then i'm almost always going to land on the straight side of the spectrum but if you um but there are instances and occasions where the needle starts to tilt or 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 swerve um and they're not frequent Mm -hmm. so i don't really identify as bisexual but there are you know one-off people here and there that caused the needle to tilt and that's so hetero flexible feels more appropriate. Okay. For all the men out there listening. Okay. He does not necessarily intentionally cross swords. Yeah. Well, I, I, it's what literally <laughs> what you just said. I've, I cross swords, but they are at legitimate swords with steel. Um, I um no, but like it's, it's that literal note you just said. The reason I, I chimed in was because that comment about femininity Mm -hmm. and it's true. Like when it comes to women, like nearly all women of all, it's a very wide interest in, in 
women of of all shapes and sizes and it's and birth genders to be fair but um when it comes to uh men it's very frequently we've talked about this um we've talked about this but we have never openly talked about this you on you and i have spoken about this behind closed Um, doors yeah it's it is true it's it's the men i am interested in are far more frequently like uh on the more effeminate side of things there is this this main this continuance that or this this like constant thread through line that uh, you and I are both attracted to femininity more than anything. Right. In in shorter terms, we could say that you are in general you you generally are attracted to BOIs, like fem boys. Mm-hmm. BOI. And for those who are like what the fuck is BOI mean? It's it's slang term in the queer community referring to gender, sexual orientation and aesthetic. If we really want to go there, you know, some people will say like a fem boy um or a BOI is more like a twink. They're, the gay community yeah frequently that they are frequently they are me, young men um young younger men who um like are more effeminate or young women who are more masculine right uh people who are writing that line of androgyny exactly so i mean long story short ben and i have been in you know group sex with trans women um who you are attracted more to um if it comes down to the line of um penis owners yes oh i'm oh in terms of like penis owning yes because women yes i like women you like women you love women making fun of me for this (laughs) why did i make fun of you because you were like oh so and so is your type or you go what's your type and you look at me and i look at you and you go your type's just women yeah. Yes, my type is just women. Ben likes women. I like a specific type of woman. Like I like women with curves, but not too too much curve. Like you like a specific type of woman at first glance. Yes, first glance and then I'm like at this point in my life where looks can be like a peg down if the personality and the the like the fluidity of each other is good. I feel like a peg down is not necessarily fair. Maybe a peg further from your ideal. Well, I image. mean, you know, I'm I'm in this stage where like looks fade. Like, let's be honest. We have definitely been in situations where there's a bad bitch that walks in the room and you and I both are like, oh, we got to get her. Then we talk to that specific woman who's like the jaw dropper, but there is nothing going on upstairs. That's genuine. That's, that's for me is when looks fade. Yes. And once, that's- once they start speaking nonsense or bullshit or nasty attitudes, the I'm suddenly like, I look down and I look back up and I was like, wow, that person's not attractive. <laughs> I was mistaken when I walked in because I assumed you were nicer. For real. Like, I used to be all about looks like I was, you know, I'll I'll make up the term. I was a looker fucker. Okay, like I didn't care at some certain points in my 20s. I did not fucking care if you knew what two plus two was. At that point, I was just like, there are two people. There's you and I separate the clothing and and we do the math. I still don't care if you know what two plus two is as long as you are a nice person. Yeah, I I don't I can't do that. You got to be nice and you got to be like intellectual and i think that's where you fucked it up for me because you were, you were great looking 
you were a gentleman and you and I can like talk for hours. I love how you and I can be naked and have a full blown conversation and then maul each other later. That's every one of our check ins. That is <laughs> exactly. So I got to say what attracts me, why we're talking about this. People are like, why the fuck are y'all talking about this? Oh, my God. Wait, suit and tie is not exactly straight. Like, OK, let's talk about this, baby. In the past couple of months, as we said, you know, aside from us getting engaged and people talking about, well, what's going to happen with y'all, you know, being polyamorous? Like, are you guys no longer polyamorous? OK, we already got out that door. We are still going to be polyamorous well into the time where Ben says I die before him. Um, you could just say old age. No, no, because Ben is riding on the fact that I'm going to die before him, but he does not realize. I'm not riding on anything. Motherfucker, please. Every time we talk about us in old age, you you always bank on the fact that I'm going to die before you. It's not a banking. It's it's not a wishful thinking. It is a flat out logical scientific prediction. Yes. For the record, y'all, I am not saying, you know, I'm I'm not winking for help. I'm in, a, I'm in a good, healthy relationship. This is just an ongoing joke. I just know for a fact that you live an, uh, an unhealthier lifestyle than I do. But you also I forget miss you when you're gone. But you also forget I am black and I got a grandmother who is 94. Okay. That I got the listen. That doesn't mean anything. No, it means, that means a your lot. Grandmother has lived. No, a no, life. no, baby. It means a thing. You is white. Okay. We can go there, but this is not the episode to go there. I saw a, me- I saw a meme that very distinctly said, he French, he different. <laughs> this is our dynamic, y'all. This is what we do. Um, okay, so basically what also brought this to attention is because lately, people left and right have been questioning Ben's sexuality when we're out in public. Are you talking about people who think I'm gay? Yes, baby. People have been doing that for years. But no, but it's been more since Nearly like you and I. Every woman I have dated assumed I was gay before when they first met. I me. never assumed you were gay. You're the exception to the rule. Like even when I was in many ways, clearly. even when I was clearly fucking closeted bisexual gay men, for God's sake. I mean, remember y'all? I did have an episode called "He Must Be Gay Because He Likes Nipple Play." Ben does not like his nipples. Which you now know better and isn't a fair thing to attack people Correct. And we have done that this year. Clarifying. Clarifying. that episode. Yes. If you missed that episode, I actually did go back into the archives and I did a whole moan chat about it. So now we're talking about the relationship aspects of, you know, whether or not a partner is gay. But you also are, well, now in particular, Mm -hmm. better... um, educated about sexuality and people's sexuality well yes and also you are part of the queer community yes i'm very very i I would say i'm very uh opinionated in the queer community a lot of the people who think i'm gay when they meet me are not part of the queer community that is true they're very frequently straight women or men Straight or that men. one guy at the bar. I w- that's what I was going to bring. The I had forgotten the- about him until just this moment. So a couple months ago, um, Ben and I went out with my two girl cousins. And that whole night was weird, y'all. Like, first of all, Ben and I don't really go to like bars anymore. In fact, all my cousins and I, like the ones that we that I'm really close with, we don't really go bar hopping. Like most of the time we're just like, 
let's get fucking trashed at my house. And we're like, done deal. Let's do it. It's cheaper. It's cheaper. They got kids. Kids got to go to bed. So the mommies can get drunk. It's quieter. You can actually have a conversation, which is harder to do at a loud bar. That part. So everything that can actually happen at a fucking bar that happened that night. We were quickly reminded that we were no longer in our 20s. I realized that I like I took them to a bar that I used to bring my fuck buddies to. Like before I would bring them to Sapphire's Lair, I'll be like, yes, we're going to go to Mr. Furley's bar. Shout out to that place in Sherman Oaks. If y'all been there, y'all y'all already know what kind of night we already had. So it's Friday night. It's packed with a bunch of 20 year olds, 20 year old hipsters, 20 year old hipsters, cute black women that couldn't figure out if they were gay or straight for the night. Ooh, that was an interesting experience. (sighs) Very interesting. And then there was this man who was hitting on me in front of my not then fiance, but clearly, clearly my life partner and my two cousins. Yeah, we weren't hiding that fact. It was the end of the night. He was trashed so far beyond gone and it wasn't like you know i had to almost fight a bitch in my man's honor even though he's gonna and that is separate part of the story separate part of the story but you know what listen sapphire don't go out in public for a reason anybody who fucks with my man i'ma fuck you up period love i'm going i'm going to the story i so this do man not need defending. I know you don't to quote need defending. George Washington. I, know, I am not a maiden in need of defending. I know you don't need defending, but you know what? It's just me. It's in my nature. Okay. I listen, I'm a, I'm your ride or die, okay? Like if you fight, I'm a fight. If you Period. fight, you're gonna die. I'm not gonna die. Yeah. I'm not gonna it's die. Not ride or die. It's ride and die. No. I'm gonna miss you. Mm, I love you too. Anyways, y'all, back to the story. There's a man clearly drunk. Doesn't realize that I'm like pretty much about to fuck my man at the bar. Like, it's not like we weren't making out. It wasn't like I wasn't trying to grab for his crotch. You know, it's the end of the night. My cousins and I were trying to decide, like, are we going to go home? Are we going to have one more drink? Because also I was smoking a lot of weed that night because some shit happened. So anyways, this man comes up to me and he's like, let me buy you a shot. And I'm like, sure, but I'm going to watch you buy this shot because I don't know what the fuck you're on. And he's like, so, um, what's, what's the deal between you two? Cause you know, I got a friend that I like to hook him up with and he points to his guy friend and I'm like, hold up. That is, that's my boyfriend. Like we live together. Like I fuck him. Like I suck his dick and ride it every night. Um, he's not gay. He's like, what? And I'm like, yeah, what the fuck did you think? And he's like, well, you know guy hanging out with a bunch of girls you can only and i'm like oh lord oh lord have mercy i my highness my drunkness was gone in his defense <laughs> once he said this numerous times before we we kind of realized what was going on yeah. he tried to hit me up set me up with his friend several times because i he just kept asking if i was gay and i was like no and it took a minute before we got to the because my friend and i was like oh Okay, and it took another minute before we got to, and I'm clearly trying to set you up with my friend because I'm trying to hit on the your on the girl you're with. And once it came out that we were together, that was the moment where he he did flip a switch real hard. He was like, "Yo, yo, I I meant no disrespect," and I was like, "Not 
not disrespectful. I meant no disrespect at all, man. You know, I'm just trying to like just talking to you guys. I didn't realize. I was like, it's totally fine. I'm not offended. He's like, oh, it's just no disrespect. I was like, you're very drunk. His yeah. friend who was there, like his ride had also called him twice and he had ignored the call directly in front of us to continue hitting on Megan on Sapphire. It's okay, baby. Everybody knows the name is Megan Sapphire, but y'all motherfuckers better address me as Sapphire. That's all I got to say. I'm just trying to respect the space. Thank you, baby. (laughs) And what's funnier is like he wanted to buy me another shot. I was like, no, 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 I'm good. He's like, but at least like, you know, let me buy you another shot. I feel so bad. I was like, it's okay. Like we're I even dropped the word. I was like, we're polyamorous. And I shouldn't have done that, that in a bar. That was your mistake. I keep doing that. He didn't know what it meant. I it know. only confused his drunk ass further. He, so he was trying to figure out. He was like, wait, what do you mean you fuck other people? And I was like, we are a couple. We have an agreement. And we openly sleep with other people if we want to. Thank you. God, his ride walked into the bar to get him before he followed that through line too far. Yeah, because I can already suspect that the man was really trying to get me to his possibly one bedroom studio apartment or one his studio apartment or his one bedroom bedroom in L.A. He might have been worth fucking. Oh, no. One bedroom, probably sharing it with three other homies. Let's be let's keep it all the way. One hundred and. Y'all can go back to the Sapphire Earplay, you know, back then, because I've done that, been there, done that. I don't do the roommate situation. Mm-mm. No, 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 no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I am grown, y'all. I am grown. Okay? Your roommates do not want to hear me fucking. Oh, God. They don't. Oh, God. Flashbacks. Yeah, you had some flashbacks, so didn't you, baby? Flashbacks. Yes. Yes. So many roommates. So... After that instant, there have been multiple instances leading up to like even after the fact that we have announced that we are engaged, that this man is being asked if he's gay. Another time, um, where the fuck were we? I'm trying to think of it because it was on the tip of my head. Oh, we were at a friend's uh, Halloween party. And wait. Which one? Don't say the place. Don't say the person. Just name the location. Halloween party in NoHo. Oh, that one. And um, someone... this gay couple comes up to us and they were like, oh, so are y'all co-workers? And I was like, no, we fianced. Oh, and then I forgot to tell you this, baby. One of them actually said, I thought he was gay. Oh, I struggled. I struggled with the party. I was thinking of the bar and forgot that we were at a person's apartment. Yeah, struggling to remember which we party were gonna that was. go to a bar and we ended up not going to the bar because everybody was getting trashed at this person's house. And we live far away to be going to a bar at damn near one o'clock in the morning. It's well, that's not entirely fair. We were also burned out because we work. 18 hour days yes there's more that <laughs> if we if we were working less i would have been like yes let's go to the bar and if, if we lived we closer drive yeah if we didn't have to drive because yeah think about it we would have only spent like 30 minutes at the fucking bar true and then we'd be like hey y'all we gotta go yeah time next to time sh- we should just see if they'll let us crash on the couch that part actually we could have i, I bet found, she would have let us yeah she would have they would have they so would have yeah but yeah so after that more I chain forgot of... about that. Yeah, yeah. They really well. They were again, again, very drunk. Didn't notice the ring on your finger. 
I mean, to be honest, a lot of people don't notice the ring on my finger. I mean, hell, it's over social media, but we all know Instagram be shadow banning me. So people are just still finding out that we are engaged to be married. So that's the whole explanation within itself. I genuinely believe, though, that... Think how many couples costumes were at that Halloween party. There were a lot. I genuinely believe that part of the reason people didn't think that we were together is because we weren't in a couple's costume. Well, I also think that in in public, though, you and I, we don't really like we're like we're affectionate, but we're not like all over each other like other couples. Because like, we're adults. No, nah, no. Nah, fuck that. Fuck that. There I'm are, just saying. No. Well, there are plenty of adults that we've seen. Okay, and we go to sex parties and we know the couples that are married. Some people look at us and is, they're like, what's y'all dynamic? You have just named it. You know that you know that that meme, your your experiences are not universal, but God, I wish they were. Mm-hmm. You just did that. Literally. Oops. The, not oops. We go to sex parties. That experience is not universal. Okay. When we're out in public, yes, some people will know that we're together because sometimes I might kiss him. But if you don't catch me kissing on him, he's not exactly the type of man that's like straddling, you know, his body all over me. Like we've all seen the memes like, you know, who's paying in the relationship when the man is like straggling all over her, you know, his his lady at I, the checkout machine. I do not exude toxic masculinity. At you least don't. I hope that I do not. No, you don't. You you display sex positivity with big dick energy like everybody mm-hmm. knows why i'm with you okay because i got those financial skills <laughs> <laughs> because i know how to balance a checkbook yeah he does and we compliment our hair and so like it's because of the purple hair <laughs> it is because of no the purple other hair. skills no exclusively other skills. purple hair and purple hair. the ability to cook and the ability to cook that's what laid it down i'm simple like that but no, like, unless you see us holding hands, Ben doesn't like really to hold hands in public. So we kind of like cross in it, you know, like he does the gentleman thing. Like I put my hand into his arm, you know, or my arm into his arm. I keep you away from the fucking road. That too. He does the gentleman thing and, you know, he pushes me out of traffic, y'all. If your man or your masculine partner does not do that, Let's throw him in the dominant. trash. Partner. If your dominant partner does not protect you in traffic, and y'all should know what I mean, they trash, and they need to take a, a gentleman's course with Benjamin LaRiviere. Mm-hmm. I've thought about teaching it. You should. You should. <laughs> the chivalry is not dead. And he'll in twenty, like, he'll be like the first Kingsman movie. <laughs> whole different topic, y'all. Whole different topic. So yes, I mean, again, sexuality defining partners. I mean. I feel like in this day and age, like, do we really have to do so much PDA to to kind of like claim your partner? Like, do we really need that shit? Well, the thing is, people jump to assumptions about other people that they know nothing about based on whatever they can see at face value. I hate that. I absolutely hate that. You used to do it. How so? You literally said... 15 minutes ago in this episode looker fucker okay yes i was a looker fucker but now again i've matured in my sexuality you know i'm not saying it's healthy i'm saying that most people do it and one of those quick assumptions is like the quick assumptions people jump to are nice asshole or straight 
queer or single taken like it's it's natural that people jump to them it is a but it is a factor that, that people need to break and those those first impressions can extend beyond surface level interactions where like buying coffee and you meet a barista and you just assume they're a certain way or this or that or and i'm going to bring you back to the title of the episode please um or meeting someone and meeting someone's partner and assuming something about their sexuality very true which brings me to my next point okay there is this whole idea of monosexism okay that a person can only be truly attracted to one gender, reinforcing binary thinking and legitimizing the experience of straight, gay, and lesbian folks. In our monosexist society, if a person that can only be attracted to one gender feels, and I put this in quotation marks, sexual attraction, because everyone does, it's that one opposite or same gender engages in sexual behavior. This person is not is either considered gay or straight. But let's be honest, y'all. The spectrum of sexuality is getting bigger. I feel like there's a term for almost every type of person. And you don't have to necessarily put yourself in that category. Am I wrong for saying that? There's a flag. Yeah. I mean, there's a flag for whole types of sexuality. And I, I say this because a lot of the times as I was growing up and growing into my sexuality, you know, I only knew about being gay, straight or bisexual. Did I know what pansexuality was? No, I didn't learn about pansexuality until God, until I graduated from college. This wasn't even taught in my human sexuality courses that I was taking, you know, to to enhance Sapphire's airplay over the years. That's how crazy the spectrum of sexuality was. You know, I was told that I was clearly bisexual because I fucked X amount of men and fucked an X amount of women. Was I also adding trans women in the mix yes but i was still bisexual that that's what people defined it as and for the longest time i was experiencing a lot of biphobia you know where you know people would tell me like oh you can't be with him because you know you're gay and i'm like i like both why can't i like both well that's not how it works who are you to tell me how sexuality works We like who we like. And that's why I I tell people we shouldn't shun others when they tend to change up their sexuality. Now, mind you, I have said in previous episodes, and Ben knows this, it's a pet peeve of mine when celebrities make it a point during Pride Month to all of a sudden redefine their sexuality. Because to me, that's a marketing ploy. Don't believe me? Go check out all the Pride episodes of Sapphire's Earplay, especially with my boo, um, Sanaya. We talk about that a lot. Baby, you can cut in at any point because I know how you feel when I get into this high horse of this. I, well... Hmm. I'm not saying it's a part of queer baiting. I think you have a tendency to go on rants. That doesn't (laughs) mean... that, That does not mean that your feelings behind said rant are unfair or inappropriate i just for me personally when we're talking about celebrities when they change their sexuality in the media and they feel a need to re-come out i feel like it in fact kind of 
it's not like confusing people. If you don't, if you have gone under a certain umbrella or a certain umbrella term, if you've been known under one image for most of your life, it is not unfair to come out at whatever point that you like. But if you choose to come out during Pride Month, that can very easily be seen as a way to capitalize on social media. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I bring that to attention because recently, as this episode is released, I want to say about a week ago, um, Billie Eilish kind of not shunned Vanity Fair, but it was kind of like, you know, I didn't know I had to come out to my fan base. Like, I thought y'all already knew. And I kind of like her response to that. I really do. Because in this day and age in 2023, now about to be 2024, at what point can we just accept sexuality for what it is? People like who the fuck they like. It. I agree that it shouldn't really be an announcement. I forget who it was who did a very good job of not, like, announcing. Look. It was either Jim Parsons or Zachary Quinto um, who did a good job with like releasing it subtly where like it, they were in an interview and they said um, there was an interview where some, they were asking something about like representation or whatever. And having never identified as gay in interviews, um, he just started his he just answered the question with, well, as a gay man. Mm-hmm. And it was a very subtle way to do it that I appreciated rather than making a Uh, like a a large public statement of guess what I'm out of the closet now and it's kind of like that's what Billie Eilish kind of said you know she was at a variety event the the issue came out in November and uh she even said you know I didn't know that people didn't realize my sexuality like why is like there are far more important things which is very true far more important things going on in the world that wasn't it obvious of what my sexuality is and it's kind of true like it's very true it's it, it's hmm. it's very true that there's way more important things going on right now than to worry about your favorite musician sexuality it is and that's why i kind of get angry because of the media and how we portray sexuality it's like we don't i mean you look at it in, in tv shows and all that and again look at our dynamic People can't wrap their heads around the fact that we're polyamorous engaged, that you are openly like you, you are, are very comfortable in watching, you know, your partner, me or your other girlfriend or my girlfriend engaging sex with another man that you could be comfortable in another room in the same room with another man and not be sexually attracted to him. Yeah. Because the media portrays it as if you're going to be in a threesome, the guys are gonna are gonna fuck each other. It's always implied in that, for the mm. most part. For the most part, is it? It is. It is. I don't actually have any reference points to counter that argument, so I will keep. And- <laughs> so I can't. I can't. Or I. I guess I've never viewed it that way, but that is my own personal perspective because my. I am accustomed to being in 
I'm accustomed to being in threesomes and foursomes and moresomes where the men are present and don't engage in sexual activity with each other. So, but key phrase we we are living the reality of sexuality. I'm right. talking about was, the media my portrayal. Own, my own <laughs> damned by my own comment earlier about experiences not being universal. Yes. Yeah, see, shame on both of us. Because again, when it's implied that there's a male, male, female threesome, it's always implied that these guys are bisexual or they're gay for each other and they're going to fuck each other with the girl as the secret ploy. Do you think that a, oh, oh, yeah, well. I don't think I've seen a male, male, female dynamic threesome in media. And anybody can correct me if I'm wrong. Right. Slide in the DMs at Sapphire Zero Play at Ms. Radio Sapphire, and you could tell us if we're wrong. But personally, out of all the TV shows, after all the, the movies and stuff that I watch, and I'm not talking about gay-centered, I'm talking about clearly heterosexual, written for TV, and they're saying, let's just throw this dynamic in, why don't we? Because this is what the people want. Well, if we're talking about me, first off, I, mm, I do know, <laughs> no. I do think that there has been something you and I watched that did feature that. I cannot call it to mind to save my damn life, but I like we saw recently where it's out there. Define recently, you know, in the past like year, no, three years. Because again, even the things Since that we we've moved in together, okay, because even the things that we have watched, like. Dr. Marsden and the women, you know, that was a two women, two women and a male. So also it was implied like the women were down to fuck each other. It did not imply shit. They were a, a full triad relationship. That's, but that's what I'm saying. Like, that's the only time that I really saw that dynamic. I was like, oh, finally, something positive. Right. But that's you know not I mean? the same thing. If we're trying. No, no, we're trying. We're distinct. But I'm talking about distinct. Like you said, distinctively. Two men fucking a woman in a three way. To secretly fuck each other. Well, even... No, no, we're talking about two men in a... No, I am saying... That's what you are saying. I am saying that I swear we watched a piece of media where two women slept with the... Two men slept with the same woman at this at the same time mm -hmm. that was... That maintained like a an invisible line of heterosexuality between the two of them. It's gonna fucking kill me. So somebody... Slide in the DMs and tell us we're wrong. Yeah, if you know this we movie, are if you open. can think of a movie or a TV show that exhibits this, it's gonna kill me. But when it comes up, <laughs> when it, if it comes back to me, but my my point being, my what I was going to ask actually was, do you think that? So, in terms of media mm -hmm. portrayal and assumptions about sexuality. Mm -hmm. And oh, and I want to come back to that uh, conversation specifically about a friend of ours. Okay. Um, but uh, do you think that it is it is the fantasy of that three way where a, a man hooks up with two women, and of course they're into each other because all women are bisexual according to the media. <laughs> um, do you think that that portrayal of Two, of a woman with two men always ends up bisexual because it is an inverse of the assumed fantasy? I would always say, depending upon who is writing it and who they are writing it for, 
It's mm. always going to go into the favor of the female fantasy because you know this personally from myself and my girlfriend, how we both fantasize that one day well, again, our lovely male partners who we love and adore will some, some way become gay for each other and we'll have a full-on swap. No, nope. but that is not the reality. As, Y'all fond, are- as fond as I am of David, I'm no, that's he's not my type. <laughs> yes, for many reasons. Yes, and you is you is you is not you are not his type either. <laughs> exactly, but no, 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 no. Um, balls. I, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> it's okay. Dead silence is always a scare a scare tactic. But no, like you do have to question the material that's out there. But again. I do feel like personally there is this. Oh no, that was what I was going to, you said you made a, you made a crack about it being the fantasy of all women. And I know for a fact from experience that that is not a fantasy of all women. Ooh, do tell. I, one of my, my first adult relationship and I, I count like college onward, anything pre Anything like high school or down is just kid stuff. You're figuring stuff out. You're not an adult yet. Mm-hmm. But my first adult relationship in college, um, I opened up to her. Granted, as we have discussed, she was toxic and abusive and and a problem in many ways. But that doesn't change the fact of she is a woman with an opinion. And I very distinctly remember opening up to her uh about my about experimenting with other boys when i was a kid and being um absolutely persecuted by her for it Mm. she hated it and it was horrifying to her and everything about it was awful in her mind um and used it against me for the remain the until i was out of that relationship so a, a problem regardless like not not a good example of a of the average woman but regardless a not is still a woman who that's not her thing and i'm sure that there are more women who are less problematic who aren't necessarily into that and everybody's entitled to their own opinion again the whole the whole idea of this episode is again sexuality your partner does not define your sexuality or your sexual preference sometimes people just fall in love with the person and the, the gender thing, they figure out the fuck later. Right. You know, there was an article that I had brought up to uh, Baby's attention, to Sir's attention, and they were talking about why are women in their later 40s all of a sudden becoming lesbian? And I, I kind of had a problem with the title because I've heard this a lot and we've seen it in like episodes of The L Word, even Generation Q of The L Word. We've seen it in the media a lot. That a woman one or I guess, God, I can't believe I'm bringing this shit up because I only watch like one base of the housewives. Okay, y'all like that's all I can stomach on Bravo. But even Bravo has had plenty of these housewives all of a sudden, quote unquote, becoming gay. Hey, remember when Bravo was the arts channel? I do. I miss those days. Rest in peace, James. (laughs) Now it's just, you know. It's the queer television. It's queer, queer. It's reality television. It's queer reality television. It's, 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 it's questionable trash. It's, trash. it's questionable trash because I love it. 
Okay, listen, fuck with me on Vanderpump Rules, y'all. And that's woo, on Bravo. That is on Bravo. Oh my God. So, anyways, have fallen. the fact that this was even like <laughs> a fucking article recently is the fact like I really I just I cannot stand it when you know there's these attention grabbing um news articles are like why are women turning all of a sudden gay it's like maybe by chance they had a certain sexual awakening that they realized that sexuality is fluid to quote Shane from the L word a lot of problems things but there are some good things that you can take out of that show okay Continue. But anyways, the point is, is that I need people to understand that sexuality is fluid. Sexuality is always going to evolve. And chances are, maybe if we take out the social construct that there's gay, straight, and that's it, maybe we can all just come together and just accept the fact that there are just really attracted people on this earth and people are allowed to be attracted to who the fuck they want to be. Can I, to. can I take that sentence and edit it? <laughs> Please. Maybe if we accept that sexuality is fluid and not confined to set terms, we can all just come together. Okay, or you can take the straight man's definition of just coming together. It's funny. Give me my wordplay. I'm gonna give you the crickets. I don't don't you don't you attack me with sound effects? Oops, just did. What am I going to get? A tally? Careful. I'm No, I'm not rewarding you for attacking me on your show. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is the opposite of re- the reinforcement I want to give you. Oh, my God. Oh, that's not positively reinforcing you're attacking me. So, again, in long story short, in, in coming all together, in wrapping up this amazing episode, thank you fiance for for being available tonight for me wait did you want i was going to address another example of like the partner defining your relationship and the and the 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 weird threesome situation give me one more we have a friend we have a female friend whose male partner defined himself as heteroflexible Mm. and very but and they were non-monogamous but a facet of their relationship was he actively wanted them to only hook up with couples where the man was also interested in him is this who i think it is yes but i don't want to say names of course um yeah and so when you when you made that comment about television and and portrayals and and the 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 average and and using threesomes in i think you made a comment about media presenting Male, male, female threesomes as um, just a a um, a cover up, a cover up, yes, yes, for the two for men to hook up, which is unfair, but does happen. Mm-hmm. I, that's immediately where my brain went because there's been discussion greatly about whether or not he is interested. Uh, he's whether or not he is bisexual and seeking if they're going to seek for relationships outside of their dynamic. Um, then he's seeking what he doesn't get in their relationship, which would be men. Um, or, and granted, their relationship did end um, for reasons personal to them that we don't have all the details on, but 
um, it, there was kind of an implication or an insinuation that perhaps he was looking more for a relationship with men and was using their open relationship as a way to explore that side of himself. And that's where, again, one of our favorite words, communication needs to get involved. Because again, if you are having those feelings and you are in a not even in non-monogamous relationships, not to steer away from this from this great topic, but I think people need to understand that again, sexuality is fluid, sexuality is evolving. And I know for me personally, if there is a shift in my sexual uh spectrum, I do let it be known to Benjamin. You know, we had a discussion where I started saying, you know, after so long of saying that I was not interested in in penis, there are some penises that, you know, have piqued my curiosity. And it was something that we had to really seriously talk about. Did we not? Yeah. And it's not a problem. It's just more of like, I have to communicate this because, again, we are a unit. You know, yes, we date together and separate. But this is also something that was new to him because entering this level of polyamory and it's ex- not exclusivity, but in this new in new chapter of our, our dating life, it was something that was never a, a factor, you know, and he's not threatened. I wouldn't say you're threatened by me wanting other penis. It's more of surprised after years of claiming that you were only interested in women, but not a problem. Yeah. And again, it still applies. So I don't want you men like thinking it's okay all of a sudden again to start DMing me your dicks because um, unless you want your dicks to be on blast, that's what's going to happen. And it's not going to be in a good way either because I like to expose the bullshit. Don't don't encourage. I'm not. That's going to be someone's kink. That's true. Anyways, it's not welcomed. Okay. Unwelcome dick pics is an instantaneous block. And also sexual harassment and assault. Very big. And I'm all about protecting my inner peace. So again, um, this also means, folks, um, appreciate y'all, really do. But this is also not an invitation to, like, ask where you can apply to date us, okay? We we are not for sale. <laughs> um, even because though I, that's illegal. Yes. <laughs> But we are not for sale Um, just because we we say that we are actively, you know, looking for something does not mean that you just send your application like it's a job. No, it's not a job. This is not a club like there are levels to this shit. Take that time and donate it to your local community, please, please. So in wrapping up, I need people to start understanding that just because you see somebody in a relationship with the man, with the woman, with a trans man or woman, with a non-binary or so. That does not mean you just automatically assume that person's sexuality. Because again, sexuality is just part of the spectrum. It's fluid. It's a journey. And people are allowed to love and come any way that they want. I don't have anything to follow up on that. I'm, that's. I feel like you nailed that pretty succinctly tied up in a nice little <laughs> i was gonna say ribbon is the most appropriate answer but i was trying to think of a way to turn the turn a phrase into shibari rope of some kind mm, i love a good shibari rope <laughs> now with that said um quick announcements there are new changes coming to sapphire zero play in the new year and if you are not on the social medias 
or maybe you don't follow me on the social medias at Ms. Radio Sapphire at Sapphire Zero Play. That's M-S-R-A-D-I-O-S-A-P-P-H-I-R-E-S-A-P-P-H-I-R-E-S-E-A-R-P-L-A-P-L-A-Y. Okay, that's on the Instagrams. Um, you may have seen or may not have seen a post that saying, you know, that you may see some shit. That's right. Um, starting next year, y'all, um, without saying too much, there's going to be the first ever video recording a Sapphire Zero Play. Now, what I want all the listeners to do, I want y'all to uh, check out the survey and just let us know. Would you guys like to subscribe to some shit involving Sapphire Zero Play beyond the orgasmic fun that I like to supply y'all? Because I'm trying to level this shit up. After 14 years, I think it's time that I become no longer camera shy. And I think it's time to show y'all what exactly Sapphire is all about. Something else that uh, Benjamin and I are thinking about. We're thinking about doing some subscribe content involving polyamory and marriage. Not just talking about our journey to marriage, but others that we know in the polyamorous and kink world. And how people balance out their marriages but that's going to be a special subscribe only possible feature so there's a lot of things to come baby do you want to uh, talk about something that you got in the works right. oh you do you want me to i was assuming you meant fuck university but do you want me to blast worst of times on here i think you should oh i am producing and DMing a Dungeons and Dragons actual play web series called The Worst of Times. You couldn't if, hear the audience cheering, but yes. <laughs> if you like horror, if you like D&D, if you like um, fun improv, then I would encourage you to check us out. Our, we will be premiering in mid-January 2024 and with any luck, continuing on in perpetuity. I think it's amazing. Now, um, for those earbuds that know, no, I am not a part of this. I am just the girl behind the sound. Okay. Benjamin has tried for years to try to get my ass into the, the D&Ds. I don't do the D&Ds. I have tried, but I feel like I've got you a little hooked. You got me hooked on the story. The story is great, y'all. They gave me a little teaser and I was like, God damn it sucked into the story i like a good story but the only dnd i like is dick and dem titties okay wow <laughs> a new role-playing game coming in 2024 <laughs> dick and dem titties with that said uh baby where can they follow you uh i am on instagram at the old ben river and that's effectively it <laughs> <laughs> and you're on the moan app Oh, I'm on the Moan app also. Is my name the same? I believe so. I think it's also the old Ben River, but I'm going to check right now. <laughs> While you're checking on that, again, you can check me out at MsRadioSapphire.com. Thanks to Benjamin being my web creator. Um, there's going to be some new updates. I'm thinking about doing a newsletter and everything. Like I said, there's going to be new updates to come for 2024. So the best way to get all your fixings is, of course, at MsRadioSapphire.com. Or click on the link tree, which is attached, of course, to every episode. And of course, follow me at Ms. Radio Sapphire and Sapphire's Airplay on the Instagrams. And shout out to the Moan app. Yes, Benjamin and I, we are part of the community. 
and you can join the Monster Squad, where you can get all things earplay, all things worst of times. Yes, I want him to talk about that too. And um, anything else that we got going on in our polyamorous journey to marriage. Yes. So more to come, y'all. Y'all know where to find me. And y'all know this. Safe sex is the best hot sex. Till next time. Good night. That was the show, all you sexy motherfuckers out there. Remember to follow at Ms. Radio Sapphire and Sapphire's Earplay on Instagram. Want some eargasms of the past and future? Make sure to follow on Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and all streaming platforms.